Mary's Four Surprises Advent calendars are full of surprises, aren't they? You open one door and there's a chocolate. You open another and what have you got? Surprise, surprise. Chocolate. Well, back in the day, we used to get a different aspect of the nativity in each box. That really was a surprise. But commercialism has changed all that. Today, we read about the unexpected visit of Angel Gabriel to Virgin Mary, during which he told her that she would be the mother of the Son of God. Let's read Luke 1, verses 26 to 38. Luke 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. I think there's at least four surprises in today's reading. Gabriel's first surprise to Mary was when he said, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. Think of the fear that must have gripped Mary. Perhaps the first surprise is the greatest. What was it that troubled Mary at first? I think there's a clue in verse 29. Mary was troubled by what she hears, not what she sees. It says, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. It doesn't seem to be that she was startled, not like when someone jumps out on you. Here are the words, greetings to you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. How would you react if a stranger came and said that to you? Reading between the lines, it seems her modesty and humility was the reason. Mary considered herself to be insignificant. Her reaction is saying, why me? Why should I find favour with God? Why should I be greeted in such an exalted way? From Mary's first surprise, we can learn that God looks for ordinary people. That he favours humility. The who-me type of people, people who will trust him and readily do whatever he asks. Even when others seem more qualified, God will favour a less significant person who will not take glory for themselves. It's an encouraging surprise for any of us who are being called to trust God in a new way of serving. Gabriel's second surprise was the detail Verse 31, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. 
And Mary's first reaction was to ask, How will this be since I am a virgin? And Gabriel assured her it would be the work of the Holy Spirit. It would be a miraculous conception, not of husband or human father. The Holy Spirit would impregnate her. This child would be fully human of Mary and fully divine of the Holy Spirit. If you're inclined to be skeptical about this second surprise, the virgin will conceive. Let me emphasize that the writer of this gospel is Luke, who is both a doctor and a historian. Luke records this detail because he would have interviewed Mary and said it is factual. 2,000 years later, it's an unalterable, integral pillar of Christianity. So that as Luke says in Acts 4 verse 12, there is no other name under heaven given to man whereby we might be saved. And this leads us to the third surprise. Third surprise to Mary was Gabriel's message. See verse 32. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Then verse 35, the Holy One will be called the Son of God. Sticking to these few verses alone, we learn so much about this child in Mary's womb. His name is Jesus, meaning Savior. We learn he is fully human, born of Mary. He is fully divine, Son of God, verse 35. He will be great, verse 32, the greatest the world has ever seen. He is fully royal, verse 32. God will give him the throne of David. He is fully forever, verse 33. His kingdom will never end. And he is fully pure, verse 35. The Holy One. And the fourth surprise? Well, of course, it's Mary's response to Gabriel's message. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May it happen as you have said. Mary's response to the angel's greeting detail and message was not one of understanding. She didn't say, oh, I can see clearly now. And oh, that makes sense, Lord. Mary's response was childlike trust obedience and acceptance of God's word. May it happen as you have said. Friends, let nothing keep you from responding like Mary this Advent. The way of faith, of trust and belief in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Saviour and friend. This was the very first Christmas gift, Mary's boy child. Take time this Christmas to appreciate the gift God has given you. His name is Jesus. Quote, for he will save his people from their sins. End quote. Receive him with joy, like Mary. She went and wrote a song. We get that in Luke 1, verse 46. It said, My soul magnifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. The angels brought tidings of great joy. John the Baptist leapt with joy in his mother's womb. There's a lot of joy going on here. Will you respond with joy, saying yes to the Lord? Do whatever you wish with me, Lord. I am your servant. I hope so.